Hey, welcome to Sippin' on Scripture. I'm Michael. I'm John. And I'm Ashley. We're three friends talking life, faith, and scripture with a cold drink in hand. Cheers! Cheers. Welcome to Sipping on Scripture, episode four on friendship. Friendship, and friendship means we're drinking margaritas. I love drinking margaritas. Lime margaritas from Cutwater. Nice. Canned margarita, and it's actually very good for a canned margarita. I'm not a, hu- I'm not a huge fan of uh, canned cocktails, but this is actually very good. So the reason we chose margaritas with friends is because for some reason it seems like when you order margaritas together, you have a good time. Anytime I think of like friends and margaritas, I think of us getting together at like Hacienda and eating yeah. endless chips and salsa and pitchers of margaritas, you know? Yes. Ugh, or so what are you guys doing after this? Yeah. <laughs> Family dinner. <gasps> Let's go. <laughs> um, or you're at a resort, you know, with your favorite people and you're just ordering margaritas yeah. mm-hmm. and it's a good go-to drink when you're out and you're like i don't know what to order oh yeah a margarita it, I mean, is good it fits any situation really yeah it's a good one yeah so let's talk about friends let's talk about the show friends that's my favorite show <laughs> that's why you wanted to do this episode it's a good one i'll be there i gotta quit or copyright right copyright but yeah. yes smelly cat got oh, two seconds <laughs> <laughs> um, smelly yeah. <laughs> smelly <again>. dog <laughs> So, all right, John, or Michael, both of you, what does it mean to be a good friend? Coming from a guy, what's it mean to be a good friend? Oh, I'll go first. Because <laughs> right, John had a thought and I want to interrupt it really good. Okay. Because uh, we're good friends. Um, being a good friend could mean many things, but I think an important part of it is honesty and um being able to tell someone how it is and walk away without any hatred or yeah, it's just being able to say, Hey, I see you doing this and you shouldn't be doing this or Hey, you're doing great. And I, I love that you're doing great and walking away and having the same friendship afterwards. Yeah. I like that. I, I said the exact same thing in my notes. Nice. Like, the- yeah. When you have, when you have your group of guy friends, it's like everything is on the table really. For you know what you can say, what you can joke about, for most for the most part, but I like that honesty thing. That's that's really big in any of my friendships. When I mean, when it comes to girls, we're a little bit more complicated. I feel like um, because we expect this type of relationship from each other and or our spouses and significant others. So you know and. It's, you want love, selflessness, listening, trust, mm-hmm. to all those things just to help build up each other up. And yeah. I feel like we put so much on those things yeah. as girls. Yeah. And that really, that really comes from like an evolutionary thing where when we were hunter gatherers or whatever, and we we're in the tents and, you know, the women are doing that and getting you know, raising the kids and they're all with each other. And, you know, you have a standard that you're trying to hold each other up to. And when guys were out hunting, it was like, you know, we're trying to build each other up by putting each other down. That's right. (laughs) You know, it's like, Hey, you, you, you missed that. You missed that deer over there. Yeah. Yeah. You stink. Which is important. Girls. Yeah. 
girls also get in their feelings. So, and I will admit and being a girl and knowing that. And so, but I like what Michael said, being real with somebody and having that friendship where I can say whatever and we can walk away. And I know that's not going to change. Yeah. And that's not the end of the friendship. Right. Yeah. And I wish that there was like, so I, I have, there's multiple types of friendships. I mean, you have friendships where your friends you see like every day and you have friendships from the past from like high school and you have friends from church Mm -hmm. and you, you almost like act different around each group. Yeah. And it's not, you're not trying to act different, but it, it just comes out naturally. Yeah. Like if I ran into one of my guys from high school. Oh yeah. I'm about to run up to him and like hug him and be weird. I ran into a guy like literally this week that's working on a project downtown. I gave him a hug. I haven't seen him in like 10 years, but like he hugged me yeah. back and we were just laughing. And, and just because we got into that little, like little kid, like, yeah, this is how we were in high school. Yeah. And then I, and I stopped and I just kind of laughed at myself. Cause <laughs> so I'm like, man, yeah, I could see a different friend from recently and not do that. Like, yeah. I could just see Michael like running up to this kid and being like, let's go jump in a cart and fall down this hill. Like, I mean, just he'd get in that mindset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a hill too. Oh. <laughs> um, and then, you know, so you have all these different friendships. And so, you know, I was actually at a men's retreat this, in, I mean, I think three or four months ago. And um, you got to like say a saying that you wanted to do. And I chose uh, one man and just be one person everywhere you go. Yeah. It's, it's worked a little bit. I mean, like yeah. it helps cause I, I, I don't do it. And then I, re, re, it, it's a reminder like, okay, I can act like that for a second because I should act like that to everybody. All my friends, I should go give a hug and like yeah. laugh with. Yeah. Um, and then it reminds me, okay, let me still act like the same person instead of getting all yeah. you know crazy. Well, that, um, that goes back to the, you know, in, in your friend group, you, you hold each other up to these ideals. Right. And as a group, you agree on these ideals and like in a church group, it's, you know, acting churchy and but it's like not. that. So what's crazy is like the only difference between my church friends and my, the friends I see all the time is the fact that I see them all the time and the church friends I don't see all the time, but I can still be more vulnerable and honest with yeah. than my actual friends. And it's not even about like, oh, it's because we go to church. It's like, it's because we're meeting on a somewhat regular occasion. That's what we're meeting for. Yeah. It's like for me, it's like, okay, getting in these small group friendships and, you know, learning about God and the Bible and stuff. Your friendship is still the same type of friendship, only like, like I wish that my friends from high school, I could text something like, hey, I need to, I I really need to just repent out loud Mm. to you just to someone that's yeah. a biblical thing. And I, I don't, I don't know if I couldn't, I could, I guess I could call someone and say, Hey, I screwed up and I've done that, yeah. I guess. Um, or I can, I can meet with these guys and go, Hey, I screwed up and they're going to give me advice and they're going to immediately forgive me. And we're going to mm-hmm. ask God for forgiveness. And I'm going to leave there feeling like I messed up, but that's, that's already behind me. Yeah. And that's yeah, just yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. I feel like for me, I'm kind of the opposite. Like I can be pretty much the same person no matter who I'm around, like acting wise and talking wise. Maybe I might not be as deep, but go as deep like what you were saying. But I mean, for the most part, I could literally send the same text to like, you know, everybody and, Mm. you know, have the same conversation with pretty much everybody. Yeah. Um, But I think you are right in saying that there are different like levels or like, 
places that you have friends and yeah. I don't think that's a necessarily a bad thing. Mm-mm. Well, you know, if you go back to high school and everybody's, you know, you're goofy, you get stuck in that mode with those people, these standards that, you know, we, we, you need to keep yourself in a standard mode through all your friendships. You should, because, you know, it's not re- you're not really giving all of yourself if you're acting a certain way because you think that that's how somebody wants you to act, you know? Yeah. So there's a story from the Bible where um, this couple, and I, I'm sure every, like, pastor right now is like, it's this one. I mean, it's 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 very popular story, and mm-hmm. I just can't think of it. Um, where uh, the couple actually lied about their donations to the church, mm. um, and they like sold property or something, and they said they gave all this money and they didn't, and um, they dropped dead, like literally. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just holding yourself like it's it's kind of there's there's sin in I think being fake. Toward, like depending on who you're around, yeah, you you should act different. If you're with someone who, who has this crazy standard, you can act different. I think, um, but when you get into like weird friendships where you feel like you have to lie to elevate yourself, um, yeah, I'm super like not into that. So, um, yeah, it's it's one thing to to emulate somebody, but it's one thing to lie to think that you're as good as they are. Yeah, I I get really frustrated with friends. Uh, just in exaggerations. Yeah. I call people out now because I just get so frustrated. I don't mean to and they're friends, but as a good friend, I feel like I should at, yeah. at the same time. Like I shouldn't make you mad, but I should also tell you that like, be quiet. Like, what yeah. do you No, you're exaggerating. <laughs> uh, and I don't know why, but that's, that's one thing that if I hear a friend exaggerating and then I find myself exaggerating cause it's a human thing. Oh yeah. You know, everyone wants to sound a little cooler than they really are. Yeah. Um, and then, and then I stop and in my head, I'm like, stop this story right now. Cause you mm-hmm. just, this one thing that bothers you the most, you're a hypocrite. And yeah. I'm like, ah, yeah. Yeah. So that's one thing I like to watch out for. I think something I read in one of my devotionals was to be the inviter. Like us as girls, we're always like, why don't they invite me? Why mm. can't they text me first? Why can't they, why can't you as, you know, myself be the one to initiate those things? And if you think like Jesus initiated a lot of things and a lot of discussions with people around him and we can't hold that, you know, thought of waiting for them to do it first, be from stopping us to, to be a good friend. And you don't understand why they're not inviting you first. Like you could, you could assume, oh, they must not like me. Yeah. Or they don't want me to be there. But there's probably a million reasons besides that that they're not responding to you. They might be in the same headspace that you are and say, I'm not inviting her because she she doesn't want to be here. Yeah. Yeah. And and like for guys, I, I think we're the exact opposite. Like if I want to be somewhere, I'm not going to hold that grudge. I'm going to show up. That's just how I am. Yeah. Like if there's somewhere that I'm like, I didn't get invited to, but I, I'm not sure why I'll either, I'll either send a text message or I'm going to show up to the place <laughs> yeah. and and I don't feel bad. Like in and then when I show up, nobody's ever been like, well, I didn't invite you for a reason. They're yeah. like, Oh shoot. You're like Michael's here. That's great. And, and I just don't feel that, that, that with female friends. Mm-hmm. Well, and the devotional was all about 
you being the inviter. Be that person where you welcome everybody in. Yeah. And being the first one to reach out and being like, how are you? Mm-hmm. Or what can I do? Or how can I pray for you? Or do you want to come to this outing and be the person that you essentially want to see in a friend? Yeah. And, you know, that's what I've learned from Michael, really, on making friends and being friends with new people is, you know, just be friends with everybody. You don't have, like, all, all your friends are of different creeds and classes and all that. And Oh, yeah. I always used to try to be like the cool kid and only hang out with the cool kids. I would exclude people because I didn't think they were cool enough and all that. And then I ended up not being cool. And, (laughs) (laughs) but, but now I've learned that, you know, you can be friends with anybody. Oh yeah. It doesn't have to be a friends is so so diverse. Yeah. I mean, so it's so random Mm -hmm. and you know, they all mean something to me. And I run, I run into people all the time where I can't stop inviting people to stuff. Yeah. I'll, I'll meet someone and be like, hey, by the way, we're doing something. Mm-hmm. Like it got to the point where for like Tuesday nights when we get together, I literally had to stop telling people. Because if I oh, told yeah. someone, if I told someone, hey, on this day, I'm, I'm going to do this. I, I felt like I want them to be there. Like it wasn't like I felt obligated to invite them because they would feel bad. Yeah. Like, I want everyone to be there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's which is so weird because when I want to have like gatherings or get-togethers, Michael's very like ah, like sometimes he's just like, do we have to like get together? Can we just be at home? But like then when it comes to like gathering with guys, it's different. You know, he wants all of his friends like. Oh yeah, know. I like to I like to gather mostly at. At the house and host. I, I like hosting and entertaining. Yeah. I mean, well, that's because you make everybody feel welcome. And that, well, thank you. The You're other welcome. thing that the devotional said, it was a really good devotional, was be the resource for people. Yeah. So have your house be that welcoming house where you can go and feel included and feel welcome and mm-hmm. host and be that outlet for people that may not get invited to other things, but they're, they know they're welcome in your home. Yes, and that. I really like that. And as a hostess for the mostest that really <clears throat> loves to like have people over and stuff, I really connected and resonated with that. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, if, if you're one of those people who always has to have their house like in perfect order and perfectly clean for anybody even to step foot in the door, you know, you get in there and Nobody wants, nobody feels welcome because they feel like they can't do anything because it looks so perfect. And it's, it's like, okay, we're, we're not here for the house. We're here for the people. That's John's way of saying, thank you invited for inviting us to a messy house. No, (laughs) no, 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 like crap. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when, when we try to host something, it's always like, we always have to have it perfectly clean and all that. And I feel like when people get there, they don't feel welcome. Oh, no, we make people feel right at home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and I don't think. <laughs> That's not Jeez. what I'm saying. <laughs> but you feel it make people feel real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we have three kids and our house isn't going to be perfect. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. So I think it's just when I walk into somebody's house and they're like, oh, I got to pick up the laundry and I have to do that. I'm like, really? You don't have to. Yeah. It makes me feel better if you don't, because this is exactly how my house looks right now. So thank yeah. you for making me feel like a normal human being. Yeah. 
So when it comes to family and friendships, how do you kind of defer those? That's where, that's where I get caught in difficulties because I always think of my friends as family. Like I want to see my friends all the time. Like I want to have them over. I want to do stuff with them, you know, and I don't know where to draw that line really. And I don't know, you know, is there a line to be drawn? I don't think so. I think your family can be some of your best friends and people that are going to be there for you mm -hmm. no matter what. Whereas some of these friendships you may hold may, you know, like Michael was saying, you could say something and they could walk away. And if you're real with them, they could turn around and walk away. So, but family, you know, I've, I've had, I've had friends take honesty and never talk to me again. Oh yeah. So, I mean, that's a real thing. Like I, and it's not exaggerated honesty. It's like, Hey, let's not do this or Hey, let's do this and let's make this change. And then next thing you know, they're just gone and you go reach out to them once or twice. And then you kind of have to just move on because that's not, that's also not, you can, you can say all this good things about like accepting everyone, but friendship, you also have to remember that you're you still have your main family and you still have yourself to take care of. Yeah. So some friendships you have to realize, Hey, something happened, the friendship's over. And then you just focus on the friendships you have. Yeah. 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 There's definitely people like that where, you know, they're, they're just dragging you down. But if they showed up at my door, I'd welcome them in. Oh yeah. Come on in. I haven't talked to you in 16 years. It's fine. Mm. I think you need to be the friend that you want to have. So if you want them to feel invited and welcome and loved and supported and heard, that's what you need to do in turn to like have those friendships. And that's in anything really. You should be the thing that you want to be. Yeah. Or act that way. Did you guys, um, before we wrap this up, did you guys find any scriptures that um, are relevant to this? Why, yes, I did. Oh, this is actually uh, pertinent to what we're talking about. Um, If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. And that's where the honesty comes in. Like, tell somebody they're falling, you're here to help. And if they don't take it, then... What 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 verse is that? Oh, Ecclesiastes 4.10. That's good. That's good. Um, I have a couple... Oh, I had Ecclesiastes 4.10. Oh, my God. High five. My hands all sweaty. Um, (laughs) I had um, let all you do be done in love, 1 Corinthians 16.14. And I think we just need to remember no matter what kind of friendships we have, we're doing them with love and in Mm -hmm. love. I mean, we love our friends. We love our family. And those types of relationships that we want to have, we just need to make sure that we're doing it with a good heart. Yeah. Um, On that... Um, Ephesians 4, verse 3. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. That's, that's like, yeah, that's a good one. And the friendship. <laughs> the friendship. One more for me. Share each other's burdens, and in this way, obey the law of Christ. Galatians 6 2. 
I have one more. Let me find it. Hold on. I'll do one while you wait. Okay. Uh, First Timothy six. Has nothing to do with this. Never mind. <laughs> Cut that out. All right, I have one. I thought I had a good one. Philippians 1, 3. Every time I think of you, I give thanks to God. And how awesome would it be to have that friendship where you're like, man, I'm so thankful for them. Mm-hmm. And I have many that I just am so thankful that God placed them in my life. And whether that's for been for a long time or just short little snippets. I'm just thankful that they've helped me move from season to season Mm -hmm. in my life. But it's just awesome to literally think of that person and be like, I'm so blessed to have you as a friend. And I hope people feel the same, you know? Mm -hmm. I got one more. (laughs) First first Timothy six. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't, I didn't think it had anything to do with it until I reread it. And then I'm like, okay, it goes back to the honesty of friendship and like Mm. doing things well together and following Christ together. Um, And it's kind of like a direct thing. Like I was saying, like if something's, Needs to be said. It needs to be said. So it says, uh, tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need. Always being ready to share with others. By doing this, they will be storing up their treasures as a good foundation for the future so that they may experience true life. Oh, that's great. So just building them up and... Building people up, doing good things together. Yeah, pointing them in the right direction. Yeah. Proverbs 27.9, a sweet friendship refreshes the soul. Oh, it does. But it's true. If you have a good friend, you're going to feel so good. Like once you talk to them or hang out with them or be around them, like that's what you need to have a friend that is just good for your soul. Yeah. I mean, if if you have somebody, you go over to their house or go out to eat with them and you just laugh and and just talk and all that, and you just feel so good afterwards. Yeah. So moving forward, how can we keep friendships like as we add different obstacles, not obstacles, but different seasons in life? So kids, marriage, um, like family, every jobs, like how can we make sure that we are having the friendships God wants us to have? I really think it's like – one of the key things in any sort of relationship is communication. Yeah. You know, you should call them. If you think about them, text them, just let them know you're thinking about them and try to try to at least meet them in person at some point, some regularity. Yeah, I agree with that. Have a Tuesday night D and D session. That's right. (laughs) I think having friends that listen and that you can trust going back to those two big things like someone that I can come to and talk to and I know they're listening and going to give good feedback to is important I also want somebody that's going to push me and challenge me and help me grow into mm-hmm. you know a better person in any relationship not just friendships but oh, yeah. in relationships you know yeah as well. I mean any relationship is a friendship and any friendship is a relationship. I think they all go hand in hand besides what we're going to talk about next week. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I do have a prayer for friendship. If I can read it, go ahead. It's not mine. I found this. So, but it's really good. So it says, Jesus, you are the one who shows us how to love, be a friend and be a constant. You are those things to us. You love us and stay beside us no matter what. 
Tune our hearts to be more like yours. Help us love everyone around us well, even when we don't feel like it. Give us the compassion and grace to push our friends to grow and soften our hearts to receive the same feedback. Help us find our inner circle and stick with them. Thank you, thank you, thank you for giving us the blessing of friendship in our lives so that we don't have to do this life alone. Amen. Oh, that's great. It's really good. Yeah, I like that. It's a good thought. Good ending point. Yeah. Yeah. Anything Anything else? I think I'm thankful for you, friends. Oh, I'm thankful for you guys. I'm more thankful than everyone. <laughs> so I hope listeners come and follow us on Instagram, Sippin' On Script Pod. Yep. And, and rock out with your Bibles out. Can we cheers with our margarita cans? Yeah, can, absolutely. Cans. Thanks for <laughs> listening. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.